Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Glad to be with you again this morning. Now, listen, to bring you an update, I've been suspended from YouTube for the second time. Uh, actually, the third time. They suspended me once before. That's the second time. Now I've got a third suspension. I'm not sure what all this means. Um, I did go back and research. They said they suspended me for a program I did on December 1. I went back and looked at that program. I know exactly what the program was about. I was commenting on the death of Marcus Lamb, the founder with his wife, Joni, of Daystar Christian Television Network. And I mainly talked about the fact that Christians cannot judge our lives based on what happens to other people, that we have to judge our lives based upon the word of God. And we have to govern our lives based on the word of God. We can't draw conclusions for what happens to someone else, good, bad, indifferent, and say, oh, well, he was doing this and he shouldn't have been doing that. We don't know any of that. I mean, that's unfair and it's wrong. And we also shouldn't say, well, you know, the word, I mean, clearly God killed some people with COVID. That's wrong. He was a man of faith. He was a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I did not know him personally. And I think whatever went down between him and God was between him and God. I do believe that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. And I believe that applies to every human being who applies it. What happened between Marcus Lamb and the Lord? I don't know. I do believe this, and I don't have time to get into teaching this right now. I believe that for the saint of God who understands your authority in Christ Jesus and the position God puts you in, that your death is a matter of agreement between you and God when you leave here. Not the devil snatches you away and a disease snatches you away. I do believe that there is an agreement between you and God when that time comes. The Bible says with long life will he satisfy you and show you his salvation. Well, that means that the implication, that's in Psalm 91. The implication of that is if you're not satisfied, if you're not satisfied that you've done everything that you believe God has for you to do, then God's not satisfied. He said with long life, he will satisfy you, not satisfy himself, but satisfy you. And so I spent a lot of time talking about that. So I don't know whether that was their issue, but I also spent some time talking about all the information that they were putting out about, um, about this uh, communist Chinese Wuhan virus and maybe that phrase, they they don't explain to you what they call medical misinformation. They just dub it medical misinformation and dismiss you. So uh, I just want to say to you folks, please go to, and we're going to put out a guide here shortly. We're working on it now of all the places where you can get my programming. Uh, There are people right now who may be tuning into YouTube thinking, well, where is he? Well, I'm not there. So you, I've got an app, the E.W. Jackson app. You can watch this on my, uh, the Stan website, standamerica.us. Uh, you, I believe you can watch these programs on the Call Church website. I'll check on that, but I believe that you can see them on the call, at thecall.org. Um, you can certainly see them live streaming on my app, live streaming on standamerica.us. And I believe that they're live streaming on Roku and Fire Stick. Uh, I just looked at my program last night on Roku. And in order to find it, you've got to remember something. Because I had had a hard time. I said, wait a minute, am am I not on? You don't look for a program. You look for a channel. It's the Awakening Network channel. That's my channel. The Awakening Network channel 
on Roku and Fire Stick. And you go there, you'll find all of my programming there. I'm pretty sure my stuff is live streaming to Roku as well, but I will double check on that. But it's certainly there shortly thereafter. All my stuff is archived there, all of my video presentations. Now, speeches that I give in other places where we may not be able to, to where we're not live streaming ourselves, uh, I, that I'm not sure about. But, but all the stuff that we do, um, my church service on Sunday morning, um, uh, this program, Wisdom Awakening, um, oh, my radio program, The Awakening on American Family Radio, all of that stuff is on Roku, it's on Fire Stick, it's on my app, it's on standamerica.us, I'll double check on thecall.org, I'm pretty sure um, the radio program doesn't go through the call.org, I know that. But I'm pretty sure this program does. But I'll double check that uh, to, to, in fact, you know what, I could do that right now. But I won't, I won't waste time. I'm going to try to get these programs truncated down. So that's, that's the first thing I wanted to get out of the way. So go to the YouTube channel. If there's any way to protest, if there's any way to comment, comment. But just remember this. We're making sure that there are multiple venues for you to see the stuff that I'm putting out. Because we can't trust YouTube and we can't trust Facebook to keep me on. I think that Facebook is shadow banning me right now. I think Facebook is not allowing my program to go as far as it could and should go. So, I, but you know, you can't prove that. That stuff they're doing behind the scenes. I think they smartened up and said, well, instead of just taking people off, we're just going to limit them, that people that we don't like. So, and, and they tell you this stuff is all done by algorithm. That's a lie. Some of it is, no doubt. But some of this stuff, they target people because they took off YouTube took off this program and they also took off my radio program. And I didn't talk about, I mean, I did talk about Marcus Lamb on my radio program, but I didn't talk extensively on my radio program as I did on my podcast, Wisdom Awakening. But they took them both down, which means they were targeting me. Not just my message, but me. And who are they to say what medical misinformation is? Who do they think they are? God? I'm telling you, folks, we got to break them up. We got to break these big companies up. Google needs to be broken up. YouTube needs to be broken up. Twitter needs to be broken up. Um, Facebook needs to be broken up. All of them need to be broken up. We need to bring antitrust actions against them, and we need a president who will do that. And I believe in God that that time will come and we will have a president who will make sure that these companies are not being run like oligarchs uh, and, and controllers of the, the free flow of speech and ideas in America uh, who, who set themselves up as demigods uh, to look down on the rest of us and tell us that the things that we are saying don't pass muster with them and therefore they cannot be said. They cannot be heard. We're going to shut you down. These are like utilities now. They, they're, 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 they play too central a role in the communication of the American people to be treated like, oh, they're just private companies. No, they're not. And they're protected by Section 230 against liability. So it's time to end all that. All that. Private companies, break them up. Just like we broke up telephone companies, we created competition. We broke up, we've broken up cable companies, created competition. You've got to have competition. And these companies, in fact, I really believe that they're also colluding, that they're talking to each other, that they're cooperating in some way with each other. And that's not allowed either. So... Somebody's got to do something about that. And I'm not, here again, I'm talking about legal and political action, never violence, okay? Never violence.
Uh, here's the second thing I want to mention. Um, on January 17th, 10 a.m. at the Chesapeake Marriott in Chesapeake, we're going to hold our 22nd annual Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast, and we invite you to come. Um, you can go on our website, thecalled.org, www.thecalled.org, just like it sounds, the called, C-A-L-L-E-D, T-H-E-C-A-L-L-E-D dot O-R-G. Uh, and you can purchase tickets there or you can make a donation to the breakfast there. Um, this, I'm, we are really proud of this. And we had to interrupt it last year because of COVID and because of these stupid regulations that were, that were put on us. But this year, we're going back to the full-blown breakfast. People are invited. and I mean, they're encouraged if they want to, to wear masks. I mean, I should say not invited, but masks are perfectly appropriate. You can wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask if you don't wear, want to wear a mask. That is entirely up to the patrons who come. Um, with the hotel and we are doing everything that we can to make sure the place is clean and all of that. Uh, but folks, we, we've got to get back to living life. We've got to get back to living life. So I would invite you to come. <clears throat> we normally have about 300 people to 400 people there. And we're hoping to meet or exceed that number this time. Okay. That's the 2022 Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. And we're honoring all these folks, police officer, firefighter, ministry, education, business. And we're giving away two scholarships to worthy high school students as well. So, and, and the proceeds go to the William Jackson Youth Center and the Maximum Potential Christian Academy, two youth programs in our church that serve the community of the people of Chesapeake and in Vine, because we, we also pick up students from outside of Chesapeake. It is a private Christian school, so you, do, you, know, you don't have to live in a particular area, but we, well, we serve primarily people from Chesapeake because, of course, we're in the Deep Creek area, and it's just easier to get people from there. But we do have a van that picks, picks up some kids in Virginia Beach and Norfolk as well. So, so that's what the proceeds are going to go to support. I mean, we need a lot of stuff. We need a new van. We need more space for our school uh, because it's growing. So we're, we're excited about that, excited about the Martin Luther King Breakfast. My wife and I founded this 22 years ago. So it's been going on for 22 years now, three years. Wow, in three years, we'll be, it'll be a quarter of a century, 25th anniversary. Um, we're, I, I'm, so, but I'm just excited about this breakfast. And here again, it brings people together across racial and cultural lines. It is not a black thing where we just celebrate black people. We celebrate Americans because I believe that's what Dr. King wanted to see. All of us sitting down at the table of brotherhood, not this group over in that corner and this group over in that corner and we're doing our thing. I mean, you got the, the left is just destroying the culture and, and resegregating us. I mean, what kind of mess is that? Okay, don't let me get off on that. <laughs> Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. Please support it. Please come. We'd love to have you come. Oh, and by the way, if you want to be a sponsor, we have three levels of sponsorship. We have silver, gold, and platinum. If you want to be a sponsor, get in touch with us. Call 757-485-7777. And to be a sponsor, you don't have to live in the area. Because remember, this is going to be live streamed. Uh, so the whole country will be able to see it. Remember also that... Um, uh, people will be coming from all over the community so that even if you're in some place outside of Chesapeake and your business someplace outside of Chesapeake, 
people will be coming from other places and will want to patronize your business. And with online and all of that nowadays, geography doesn't really matter. So even if you live out of town, but you've got a business that people can access uh, through um, the internet, you can, you can be a sponsor too. So I would invite you to do that and help support a very, very worthy cause. With all the riots and all the division and all the racial nonsense and all the anti-police stuff that's been going on, here's a Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast that honors our police, honors our firefighters, honors our first responders, and brings us together across racial and cultural lines as opposed to tearing us apart. All right. Okay, uh, with that said, uh, I, so I said I was kicked off of YouTube because I discussed what Daystar was putting out there. Some of the, I, not just Daystar, but, but the fact that, in fact, Daystar had also been banned from YouTube and whatnot because they were bringing in doctors and experts from other, uh, outside of the, of the consensus of the, of the false, fake, Fauci devotees to talk about treatment protocols, to talk about the downside, potential downsides of this shot, this, this shot of this message ribonucleic acid um, that is, is, I think the thing was communicating with or producing spike proteins. I mean, communicating with your DNA and all that. I mean, that, that, that stuff is, see, and I, I don't want anybody telling me I can't say that. Who do they think they are? At any rate, the, the plot continues to thicken. You see that um, Bill de Blasio, you know, little Castro, is acting like a, a tyrant and dictator for the remaining time he has in office. He wants to show the world that he really could be a dictator if we just let him. Well, nobody's going to let Big Bird become a dictator. So he's on his way out, but he's his last tyrannical gasp locking everybody down, everybody's got to have papers, everybody's got to show a vaccination card, starting with children five years old. What an idiot. What a complete and utter waste of human life. I really, the, the man is just, uh, just uh, I, I, I don't understand why in the world the people in New York elected this idiot to be your mayor. I, I really don't, uh, to be their mayor. I don't, because the man is, he is about as anti-American as he can be. He's about as antithetical to everything this country represents as he can be. But of course, they're about to have 800,000 non-citizens vote in New York. So what does that tell you? That they don't, I don't I'm not even sure that they even see themselves as an American city, some of these elites. I think they see themselves as a global city, which gets me to, to another issue, which I, I may not get to today because I want to get to the word. I'm going to try to end earlier than I've been ending this but probably for you and for my own schedule as well. But look, the Omicron variant, Pfizer is now saying the two shots don't, aren't sufficient. So for the Omicron variant, they're now saying you need a third shot. Yeah, you need a third shot. So folks, now we're up to four shots. You need three shots and a booster. So we're up to four shots now. And here again, all the scientific data, and here YouTube may have gotten mad at me about this, all the scientific data tells us that the so-called vaccine, the shot, the jab, 
wanes in three to six months. Its effectiveness diminishes over time. But you got four shots now necessary to be protected. So what is it now? Four shots every six months? Yeah, so the, they say the Omicron, two, two doses won't, won't deal with Omicron, but three doses will. So now you got three doses plus the booster. That's an article in the Wall Street Journal by Joseph Walker that came out uh, when? Uh, actually, it just came out this morning. Just came out this morning. So now we got four shots because of Omicron. And I've said repeatedly, this is not about public health. This is about control. You say, well, Bishop, are you saying that the vaccine or the shot um, is no good? Are you saying that nobody should be taking it? No, I'm not saying that. See, this is what I, what I don't get about these YouTube Nazis. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's your personal choice. You've got to make the decision for yourself and government should not be stepping in doing it for you. Uh, you the story just broke today that, you know, did you know that there's a thing called the, uh, what's it called? The, the Barack Obama um, Global Preparation Academy? Yeah, that's what it's called. The Barack Obama Global Preparation Academy. I looked at the website. You wouldn't even know the things in America. You really wouldn't. Because it really seems to have nothing to do with America. It's like, yeah, America's not. America doesn't matter. America's not in the mix. Um, I thought I saved that, but yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But that school is accused of giving children vaccinations without the permission of their parents. Giving children these shots without the permission of their parents. Yeah. Yeah, the Barack Obama Global Preparation Academy. I looked at the website. Here again, I didn't say anything on there about America. Nothing. Nada. I guess I didn't save it. I didn't say anything on there about America. Nothing. Nothing. It's like, what America? <laughs> Excuse me, folks. What America? It's all, about, it's all about the world. It's all about globalism. 26, the, the, the website can be translated into 26 different languages. And everything on the website is doubled, Spanish and, um, and English, as if America is a nation of two languages. We're not, we, we, are, we are one language nation, English, period. But at any rate, that, I, I won't get off into that. My point is, they're never gonna quit. They're never going to quit. You, they're not gonna be forced to quit because th this, this little bit of power that they now have through this communist Chinese Wuhan virus, it's addictive. They love it. They love it. Ooh, 
We get to control people's health care. We get to control their travel. We get to control their bodies. We get to tell them whether they can or cannot move or go outside or what time they have to. Oh, man, they, they love it. They love it because these leftists, I told you, these people are communists. And they, are, they really want totalitarian control of the American people because they think they know better than the rest of us. And if you just give them absolute control over all of us, oh, the world will just be a wonderful place. We'll have no more racism. We'll have no more inequities. We'll have no more unfairness. They will create a utopia for all of us. There's a small price to pay. Your freedom. What's that for the heavenly-like existence we'll have under their leadership? Yeah, we've heard it all before, right? You heard it from, from Lenin. You heard it from Mao. You heard it from Stalin. You heard it from Trotsky. I mean, we, we've heard all of this garbage, heard it from Karl Marx, all of it before. And it ends in mass starvation, genocide, war, uh, summary executions. It, 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 is, it, is, it is the end of civilization as we know it. That's what it all off, that's what it offers us. The end of civilization. It, really, it's a regression to a pre-modern barbaric existence with all the modern tools to enforce it. That's really all, that's what it boils down to. And America has brought, brought people to the height of civilization. Freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of movement, the opportunity to pursue your God-given gifts, God gifts and talents and abilities, freedom of, of association, freedom of assembly, all these things we believe are inherent rights given to us by Almighty God, not by our government. And you got these Marxists who think that they, they're going to somehow improve on that by telling you what, what rights are important and what you can and cannot have and what you can and cannot say, what you can and cannot think or, or, or must not think, what you can and cannot do, where you can and cannot go. Your life's going to be so much better off with them controlling it. Let's get to the word, shall we? Because I'm going to try to, 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 to do this more briefly, like I said, for your convenience as well as my schedule, because some of you, you got things to do probably by nine o'clock. You've got to break away. Even if you're very interested in what I'm saying, you got to break away. And I, I, I'm looking at my schedule thinking, man, I, I've got to somehow truncate this some because I got so much else to do. But this is obviously important. By the way, you know, I will have been doing this for one year come the end of this month. I started this on January 1 of 2021. So we are about to celebrate our first anniversary. Uh, on, the, on the 1st of January, we'll be celebrating the first anniversary of Wisdom Awakening. Now, it wasn't called Wisdom Awakening at first. It kind of went through a couple of name changes, but we finally settled on Wisdom Awakening. Yeah, remember that. Wisdom, well, you'll see Awakening as a theme, right? See the logo? The Awakening Network. This is Wisdom Awakening. I've got Vision Awakening. 
I've got The Awakening on the radio. My Sunday morning program is called Sunday Morning Awakening. And um, yeah, because I'm committed to an awakening in the United States of America. An awakening to God, an awakening to his righteousness. Okay. All right. And by the way, the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, this is our key text for our church. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, for those who are the called according to his purpose. The called. That's the name of our church. The called. The called according to his purpose. I know that YouTube suspending me, Twitter suspending me is all going to work out for my good. And you say, well, Bishop, how? I don't know but I really believe that God is going to work it for my good and I'm going to reach more people than I would have ever reached through them. And they're going to rue the day that they suspended me. They're going to rue the day. All right, let's come back to Colossians. Chapter 1 still, wow, we've been in chapter 1 for a while, but I didn't get to it at all yesterday. Some days I skip and, you know, so. But, and it, it this these books are so rich that you could, you could spend a day talking about a sentence. We'll try not to do that. Okay, uh, let's see. Where did we leave off? Um, actually, I, I'm going to say we, we ended at verse 18. At least that's where I'm going to, to consider it because... There are other things that I do want to deal with, which I know I didn't deal with in any great depth. So let's come back to verse 19. Verse 18 reads, He is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. 19th verse says, and I'm in Colossians chapter 1, verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Now, it says, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Meaning what? Meaning that he should be God. That's what that means. All fullness. That he should be God. Say, so, well, wait a minute, Bishop. He is God. What does it mean? It pleased the Father. But he surrendered all of his divine power and privileges to die on the cross for our sins. He became a man. He died an ignominious death. And he went down into hell as a man clothed in your sin and mine. That's what dragged him into hell. He had no sin of his own. We've gone through this, but our sin dragged Jesus Christ into hell. But he had no sin of his own. And hell could not keep him. When he was raised from the dead, that's what it's getting at. All of the power, the attributes, omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence, omniscience, all-knowing, omnipotence, all-powerful, omnipresent in all places at the same time. All of the attributes of Almighty God were then reinstalled, if you will, 
reinstituted. When he came up out of that grave, when he came out up out of hell and picked up that resurrection body and came out of that grave, he came out as fully God. In him, all fullness dwells. Jesus Christ is God. He's not a God, small g, like the Jehovah's Witnesses say and the Mormons say. He is God. God is a triune God. He is a trinity. He is one God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. He is one God. And he is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He is not three gods. He is one God. The one God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All equally full expressions of who God is. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Man, we are indwelled by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the full expression of who God is indwelling us. It pleased the Father. In fact, you know what? Let me, let me just share this with you. Oh, my goodness gracious. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 1, um, and I'll show you. This Hebrews chapter 1, a lot of people don't realize this, but the end of Hebrews chapter 1 is, is the story, or the middle of Hebrews chapter 1, is, the, is, is really the story of God raising Jesus Christ from the dead. The Father raising him from the dead, bring him, bring him out of that degraded condition that landed him in hell because of our sin and restoring him to all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, which is exactly what Colossians says he is. It says in the sixth verse of Hebrews chapter one, but when he again brings the firstborn into the world, now notice that when he again, meaning what? He, he's not in the world anymore. He's in hell. First time he brought him into the world, he brought him into the world through a virgin's womb. It says, but when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. Okay, angels don't worship an angel. Angels don't worship a man. Angels worship almighty God. And God says, let all the angels of God worship him. This is my son. He is God. Bow down and worship him. Says, and of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the son, he says, see, to the angels, he says, you are spirits and, to, and his ministers, meaning servants. That word ministers there is a word that means servants and his servants a flame of fire. But to the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God calls him God. Therefore, God, your God, meaning God, but his God is God the Father. <laughs> wow. Has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. In other words, God has elevated him above all of humanity. See, Jesus is now the companion of mankind because he is a man. But God has anointed him with the oil of joy above all humanity. 
He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is Mashiach, the Messiah, the anointed one. See, I am anointed, but I am not the anointed one. You are anointed. If you are a Christian, you are anointed, but you are not the anointed one. God has anointed him with a world of gladness above, more than, beyond all of us. And we are anointed because of the anointed one and his anointing. That anointing flows from him through us and into us. He is above us. I just wanted to, to let you see the resurrection of Jesus Christ from God the Father's perspective as he restores him and indeed exalts him even beyond that. He restores him to fullness in the Godhead, but he exalts him above where he was before because he was hidden in the Godhead before the revelation of Jesus Christ. And now he is completely and totally revealed and all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. Praise God. All right, let's go back to um, Colossians chapter 1 and see how far we can get here in the next uh, couple minutes. I, I'm here again. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to discipline myself to be a little bit shorter. Uh, but let's go a little bit further, <laughs> further in this, shall we? It says... And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Now notice, I think I, I may have covered this before, but look, ask yourself this question. Why would it be necessary to reconcile things in heaven? Heaven's where God resides. But here's the truth you need to understand. God gave Adam authority over everything other than himself. Adam's authority stretched all the way into heaven. Say, so, well, if Jesus is the last, you say, now, wait a minute, Bishop, that, that's, you may have never heard that before. Say, well, that, what? What? Well, what are you saying? Jesus is called the last Adam, right? Meaning that he was Adam's substitute, his replacement to accomplish what Adam failed at. And what does Jesus tell us? Whatsoever you bind on earth is bound where? In heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth is loose where? In heaven. In other words, heaven is actually responding to your authority. Your binding, your loosing, heaven is ratifying your action. Why? Because God always intended for human authority to stretch into heaven. Because remember, the Revelation teaches, the book of Revelation teaches, heaven and earth are coming together. The, the, the time is coming where there will, there will be no distinction between heaven and earth because earth will be heaven and heaven will be earth. In other words, the whole universe will be heaven. But Jesus, since at, when Adam sinned, his, that pollution, not to mention Satan's rebellion, but that pollution went all the way into heaven. 
and touched everything but the throne of God. Because that's the one thing mankind has absolutely no authority over. We have no authority over God. He has authority over us. But the Bible says you put all things under his feet. God put everything he made, including angels, by the way, under mankind's authority. And when Adam sinned, everything got messed up. Everything. Everything, including heaven. And so the Bible teaches here in um, Hebrews chapter 9, beginning at verse 11, and I'm going to end with this. It says, but Christ came as a high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this world. Now he's comparing Jesus Christ to, of course, old covenant priests who use the blood of animals to cleanse the utensils of the temple and to cleanse the holy of holies. Notice it says, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. So now Jesus, the priest, is going into the Holy of Holies on the Day of Atonement to redeem the people for a year, to bring them back into right relationship with God for a year with a blood sacrifice. Jesus goes to the Holy of Holies in heaven once and for all to obtain eternal redemption, not redemption for a year. Say, for the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctif sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions of the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Jesus had to go into the holy of holies in heaven with his own blood and cleanse the holy of holies, the most holy place, a man, a man, just like a man who was a priest in the old covenant, went into the earthly holy of holies to cleanse the holy of holies and provide a year of redemption for the people through the atonement, but the blood of animals. Jesus went into the holy of holies to cleanse the most holy place in heaven from mankind's sin and obtain eternal redemption, not one year, but forever. I really believe that the blood of Jesus Christ is in the Holy of Holies right now, completely uncoagulated because there's nothing dead in heaven. That blood is alive. You say, how, how did Jesus take his blood all the way to heaven? Well, these are supernatural things. This is not, this is not in the, it's not the natural world. This is the supernatural world. I mean, how did Jesus, um, how was Jesus raised from the dead? It was the supernatural power of God. Now, they, they had wrapped Jesus in, in you know, they, they, the, the, the Jews had picked up the Egyptian mummification 
process of wrapping up bodies. And, and so the women had come and they'd wrap Jesus Christ's body up, in effect mummified him and covered him with spices, covered his body with spices and all that. How did he come out of that? When Peter found the body, uh, when Peter that is, went into the, the, the tomb, he found the grave clothes laying where the body had been. Jesus just came up out of it. What was he dressed in? What, what, what clothes did he put on? Jesus was covered in the glory of God. I really believe that there's a glory garment. Well, that's right off the Holy Ghost presses. There's a glory garment that each of us is going to be wearing in eternal glory. That is, that, that literally grows out of us. You're not going to get to heaven and say, uh, go down there to the uh, shop and buy yourself some shirts and pants. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no, we are, we are going to be clothed in the glory of Almighty God. And it is going to be clothing, by the way. I'm not just talking about a light that surrounds you. I'm talking about actual garments. But, but I really believe those garments are going to be radiant because they're going to come, literally come out of us. Wow. Now, of course, this is getting into the stuff that I, 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 won't, I won't go any further with that um, because none of us has all the answers about this. But remember what Jesus said when they asked, well, who are these? A number which no man can number. These are they who have washed their garments and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. What garments? Nothing we have here. We're not taking any dirty clothes to heaven to get washed. These are garments that are prepared for us that are going to, going to be an extension of who we are in eternal glory. The, the same garment that Jesus wore when they saw him after his resurrection. You better believe he didn't go send Mary Magdalene. Hey, Mary Magdalene, you know that old cloak I was wearing? Would you go get that for me? I need, some, I need to put something on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He had something on. He was clothed in the glory of Almighty God, which was a, a, a perfect expression of who he is. And that's what we're going to be wearing in eternal glory. Uh, and, and Jesus has paid the price for all of that. Well, that's going to do it. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to shorten it up very much, was I? But, but, but I'm a little, I've done a little bit better. Who knows? Maybe day by day, I'll get a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter <laughs> until, you know, until I come on and say, Jesus wept and the program would be over. All right. I love you. Pray for me and pray that God will use the suspension from YouTube to his glory and allow us to reach more people. And would you be an ambassador for me since they've suspended me now and taken, tried to take that audience away. Would you help spread the program share uh, from Facebook? Uh, we're going to put out, like I said, a guide pretty soon. I'll make that available to you. It'll be on all of our websites and you can share that with people so they'll know exactly how to find me. We're going to make it very, very easy for you to say, oh, okay, what's, what's the easiest place for you to get to them? Oh, I've downloaded the app. or Oh, no, I can go to the website. Or I, I've got Roku. I've got Fire Stick. 
what, whatever is easiest for you, we're going to make all that available to you on our guide so you know exactly how to get to me. Uh, because as I've said before, we simply can't rely on Facebook and YouTube. They're unreliable because they don't like me or what I stand for. And I know they'd love to have an excuse. YouTube has done it now three times. Facebook, not at all, but I think they are shadow banning me. I think they're not allowing the program to go as far and wide as it could. But I'm going to keep doing it, and we're going to keep reaching more and more people. Remember, on, we're on National Religious Broadcasters. We're on the Christian Television Network down in the um, Fort Myers, Naples area. And we're going to soon be on Andrew Walmack Ministries. Uh, and we're, going to look, we're looking for more beyond that. So you all just pray for us. Go to bishopewjackson.tv to contribute to our media ministry uh, to help us keep expanding our reach. And we're going on in the name of the Lord. Listen, God bless you. I love you. And remember, we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.